This is the Simply Love Jesus podcast, where we explore life and faith through the lens of one question, which is what does it mean to simply love Jesus? My name is Griffin, and this is part three of our series on leadership. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, we would love if you did so, so you can be part of the full conversation. Enjoy the episode. So good leaders are available for you. Good leaders equip you and good leaders inspire you to be your best. So those are some examples of good leadership. And those are qualities and we can see them as good because of the results that they produce in their people. It's not self-centered. In fact, it's it's others focused. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Caleb, what about you? Who's a who's a leader in your life? I would say an example of of a leader in my life would probably go back to like my youth pastor in high school. Like he uh, not only equipped me, but he he just he did life with me, like, and he was always there. Um, and, and he has the, he has this ability to, um, he he had this ability to make you feel like you could take over the world. You know, (laughs) he had this made you get, he made you feel like you were just going to like get up, you're going to go take on the world and we were going to, you know, do this thing. Like he instilled like a lot of confidence in whatever we were doing. He kind of very much was that very, um, just battle charge into the battleground kind of leader um and so that's what i that's why i remember about him that's how i remember being felt led well i remember just being with him feeling like oh man we're gonna like change the world and whatever so it's he he instilled purpose in me is how i would summarize that's good i'd say one more thing that makes me think of a leader is like they gotta be willing to like humble themselves almost like in two areas like one like when you mess up you know like when you're leading a group of people and you do something wrong or something like you handle something wrongly you gotta be able to admit like you know like they were wrong in that scenario like you gotta be able to admit that to the people that you're leading and another one i'd say is like you also just gotta be willing to like meet someone kind of where they're at like if you're talking to someone who's like like caleb i'd say you do a good job of this because like when we talked about bible or like if i have a question biblically or something that i'm not sure about like I can go to you and I know that you're not going to like give me some like, oh, you're stupid for asking that, you know, like I know way more than you, but like you'll kind of like come where I'm at and like give me an example that like I can understand, you know? So like I'd say like a good leader does that where they're willing to like just yeah. like meet you where you're at and just come down to your level almost and just not like thinking themselves as higher than you, but really just like be willing to help you out and like answer your questions and stuff. Part of being a leader is uh, of a good leader is that you have to keep your ego in check, you know? Because, yes, you are the leader of people, but you also have to be humble and understand that the actions of the group and the actions of the people that you're following, you, you have to be able to take ownership of that, you know? So if, you're, if your group fails, you, you got to be able to take ownership on you, or you got to be able to take ownership for that because they're under your leadership. Yeah. Well, it even goes into another question, which is, like, what does the Bible have to say about leadership? So, you know, you talked about humility and you talk about um, having your ego in check. You know, it's fascinating. Before Jesus walked the earth, did you know that humility was not seen as a positive thing? Like we would say it's good to be humble. But before Jesus walked the earth, that wasn't the case. People would see. I think one might be able to argue that it's not even a desirable thing to have today. Oh, it's not. But even more so, like. 
we would still say it's an honorable thing. But in the worldview of the early world, like the first century world, their worldview, humility was not even a des- an honorable thing or a desirable thing. It was a sh- it was a frowned upon thing. It was something that was seen as negative. Um, back then, it was very much about I'm gonna do what I it takes to to reach for glory and my personal honor and glory. I'm gonna elevate myself to get higher and higher. And it's all about your ego and pride. Pride was seen as the dominant honorable quality like wow he's very proud like he's a very like pride like very it was a very um caesar like yeah quality if that makes sense and after christ that the scriptures the bible christians were the very first it wasn't until after jesus had risen again that literature had started to document humility as a honorable thing it's one example of showing how christians have always been a um, or just those who follow God have been the example for things that we should strive for including the areas of leadership and what a good leader does you know you look at Philippians chapter 2 and it talks about how we should have the same mindset of Jesus who and it says in verse 6 who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Um, the NLT translation says that he gave up his divine privileges, and I like I very much like that terminal termin terminology. Um, he they gave up his divine privileges. He was God, but yet even though he was he is God, he did not consider equality with God as something to be used to his own advantage. Um, and yet because of that, he became the least of these. And yet because of that, God exalts him to the highest place and gave him the name above every name. And so it's this very flipped upside down idea of. Of leadership is that the Bible often takes our worldview of the things we think is right and flips it upside down. Um, you know, yes, the other day, uh, the new the news was on and Trump was giving like this speech and he talked about how um, what did he say? If I find it, I'll tweet it to you. But basically, like in his speech, he was talking about how the way other countries talk about us and they they want to prod at us or whatever. And he says, well, you know, the right thing to do is if you if they prod at us, we got to prod back because that'll just make us look weak. And so it was very much like the way he was talking was very much you got to repay the evil for evil kind of thing. You can't mm-hmm. if, if they're going to talk smack, well, you got to talk smack back. If they're going to do this, you got to give it right back to them or else you're going to be seen fire as weak. Fire. Yeah, exactly. It's a very much a fire by fire mentality. And it was so fascinating because that's so that's so backwards to what the Bible commands us to do. Yeah. The Bible commands us to turn the other cheek. You know, if, and Trump in his speech basically would have said, if they slap you on the cheek, we're slapping right back. <laughs> uh, and, the, and, and, and yet that's what happens when we allow our selfish nature to drive us to what leadership should look like rather than letting the standard that God puts in front of us to be the example of leadership. Uh, and Jesus modeled that for us when he laid his life down for us. He became the least of these. That And that was the greatest place you could be as a leader is the one who is unseen, the one who is at the lowest of the low, the one who is last. The first shall be last and the last shall be first in the kingdom of heaven. 
Yeah, absolutely. I kind of agree, like, earlier when you were talking about, you know, like, Griffin said this too, where, like, we were talking about how humility was, like, not a thing in the Bible till Jesus and stuff. And I was going to say, like, even today, like, it's not a thing. Like, if you go on social media and stuff, like, you'll see so many things that are just, like, not demonstrating that at all where, like, you have, like, people, like, tweeting and posting, like, girls and stuff saying, like, oh, you know, like, don't talk to this person if they're not in, like, your league and stuff. Like, they don't deserve to talk to you. Don't, like, talk to them at all. Or people, like, yeah, don't talk to me unless you're, like, as good as me as this sport or whatever. And just, like, all this, like, stuff you see or people are just totally, like, prideful and just posting about it all the time and stuff. And it's just you don't really see humility anymore at all. And when you go, like, social media and just, like, stuff nowadays, I feel like it's almost gotten, like, more and more like we become more and more of like a proud society than like humble at all is what i would say yeah well what are some other examples that you know of in the bible of leadership uh, i would say moses and aaron yeah that's true i'd agree with that one too how so well they weren't like really equipped to lead like aaron was aaron was one that correct me if i'm wrong i'm pretty sure aaron was one yeah. with like, speech problems or whatever and moses was just like a or one of them was afraid to talk no, to people and one of them had like an actual like hindrance right? and stuff and like they still they didn't want to at first and they kind of refused to but then like once god like obviously showed him his power with like the rock and the snake or whatever with like the rod and the like once god showed him his power like they were willing to like actually lead and stuff to people see it's so interesting tell me a specific example that you know of where moses was actually an example of a good leader well, yeah, I still, he wasn't, like, on his own, but through God, he was able to be one, which is what I would say. It's, like, all of us. Mm-hmm. Like, none of us naturally are going to be good, but, like, because I w- Well, Caleb, I would say probably when they're on the way to the promised land. Really? Actually, I don't know, because think oh, about gosh. it. I, I, if you go back and actually read Exodus and Numbers and stuff like that, you see a lot more examples of how Moses was a sucky leader than you do about him being a good leader. Actually, I agree with you now because now that I think about it, the only thing that the Israelites were was complacent and not on the same page as Moses. Yeah, they were, com- and Moses was always complaining about the people. And in fact, when he struck the rock, it was out of anger. And that's, and then God, because of that, God said, hey, yeah. you can't go to the promised land. Yeah, that's true. That is <laughs> like, true. Like, he, he struck the walk and created water out of it, out of frustration. And in fact, he didn't even go and free the Israelites on his own accord. He did it reluctantly, and he tried to find every single excuse in the book to not go and do it. To be fair, though, would you want to go to the Pharaoh of like the powerful nation and tell him that, knowing you might be murdered? Oh, I mean, I probably wouldn't. But you imagine, like the exam—he's still the example of—he's still like we look at him as an, a good example of leadership. And there's a lot more times where he was—he was, he was yeah. a good example of what not to do as a leader. Um. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because you see all these movies and stuff and these stories glorifying Moses and what he did with the Red Sea and stuff. Yeah. But you don't really get down to the the nitty gritty details and realize he didn't that do anything with the Red Sea though. God did. That, like we're like he parts it. So yeah. yeah that's but true. even from I agree, with Caleb. Yeah. Well, even but even think about this is like there are plenty of other examples that we don't think of. Like you know, not to toot my own horn, but uh, Joshua and Oop Whip Caleb. <laughs> um but when they were going to check out the promised land and everyone else was like um dude they're giants they're too big and joshua and care were like we got god on our side 
We got this. Same personality as you today. There are other examples of what a good leader does and ones that we don't think of. I think of, honestly, when I think of qualities of a good leader, I think of like 1 Corinthians where it says like love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast. You look at all these things and I'm like, man, that's a good quality for a leader. It's, you know, you look at like, you know, I want a leader leader who's patient with me, who's kind. I want a leader who is who is not going to hold grudges against me. Because, you know, you ever seen a leader who holds a grudge against you and then they start overscheduling you because they don't like you? <laughs> it's like, or they start giving you all these these dumb tasks because they're just doing it out of spite. I don't want a leader who does that. There's, uh, you look at other examples, the fruits of the spirit, you know, it's good, faithfulness, goodness, self-control, gentleness. These are all qualities of leaders. And really, I would say the best example of a leader is Jesus himself, who in his greatest moment of leadership, other than sacrificing himself, after than being, you know, murdered and put on the cross and dying on our behalf, dying for those who hated you. You know, Romans 5, 8, he says, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Um, but even more so, while he was still um, in the middle of his ministry, one of his best examples of leadership was when he washed his disciples' feet. You know, the foot washing was for servant, the lowest servant in the house. That was like the lowest of the low kind of position, and yet he was stooped down to do that. And so it just goes mm-hmm. an example as the last will be first and the first shall be last. And that is the very same yeah. mentality that every person who desires to be a leader should have. Yeah, that's good. Got to be humble. Another another humble leader, I'd say, like two of the like my, my favorite leaders in the whole Bible, I'd say like the best leader by example would be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, yes. just because they're willing to like be like to go through fire yep. literally without whining, out complaining, without yep. like even like dare saying like God even like help me, you know? Like obviously they're probably praying, but like just being willing to do that, like I don't know how many people would actually not give up their faith in that situation. Yeah. And then another one I'd say is John the Baptist. And that would be like not even lead by example, but kind of is because like he had all the followers like he was an actual leader. Like everyone thought like this dude was like legit and stuff, which he was. But like when Jesus comes, like you see, like he says, like he must increase and I must decrease, you know. So like he was absolutely willing to like humble himself and be like, I'm not the real like leader here. Jesus is, you know, like. Well, and it's even more amazing because uh John the Baptist was a very well-known person at the time. He gathered a massive following of people because he was baptizing people. Everyone knew who he was. He gained a massive following where he had a lot of disciples, Mm -hmm. a lot. You know, remember, Jesus had more than just the 12 apostles as his disciples. He had, I can't remember at one point, it was... um. He had like 72 disciples. I can't remember how many. He had a lot of disciples. But John had even more disciples. And yet all of his disciples started to leave and go follow Jesus. And when that happened, John was like, that's okay. Like the whole purpose is that everyone would stop following me. And instead they would start following Jesus. I think another example of leadership is Jesus himself when he's on the cross and he, he's looking at his mother. This is in John 19, 26 and 27 when he says, or it says, when Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said, he said to her, woman, here's your son and to the disciple, here's your mother. And I love this part. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. And I love how, like, even though he couldn't be 
with his disciples, he still had that path. He still had that path laid down for him. He he gave them instructions and showed them what he wanted. And uh, he he laid his expectations clear for his disciple, and I love that. Obviously, you could list Paul for one because just that he was willing to continue to like lead his ministry. You know, like through all the churches, like he was always like like kind of Jacob was saying earlier, being available. Like Jacob VP was for him. Paul was like that's all the churches. Like he was constantly available. You know, like sending them letters even when he couldn't be there. You know, like checking in on them and stuff. And even like when he was like thrown in jail, he continued to be a leader. You know, like just like setting an example for other people that like. Because if you think about that story, like, when the jail broke open, all the people stayed. That's how much they really, like, followed Paul, that they were willing to stay in yeah. jail when they could have easily ran for freedom. That they were, they, that's how, like, much highly they thought of yeah. Paul. They were willing to stay there with him instead of making it free, which is just, like, insane to think about, like, how much, like, influence he had over those people to not flee, yeah, that's like, criminals example. leaving jail. Like, that's just insane to me. So I think of Paul is one. Yeah, that's a really good example. Yeah, I kind of think of Esther as a good leader by example when she had to like go up and she was like the big hope of the Jewish people at the time and to save them and she had to go before the king and that takes, took a lot of guts and a lot of faith that God would come through with that and so a lot of it, uh, a lot of good leadership also has like faith that God will uh, provide and uh, that he will lead you to the right place i mean that's a you know it even goes into another great topic is all the the great the great women leaders in scripture so the the fact that mary was the first preacher <laughs> is beyond me like think about it, the very first preached person to preach the good news of jesus rising from the dead was a woman which in their day was really risky because women did not were not considered like credible sources or whatever and yet Jesus put the testimony the first person he reveals himself to after rising from the grave was Mary um and Mary Magdalene and she was the first person to go and tell the other disciples she was the first person to tr- proclaim with absolute faith that Jesus has risen from the grave I've seen him with my own eyes That's interesting. Yeah, that's true. Didn't know that. Yeah. And she's the first one to make, she was or at least one of the first ones to make radical sacrifices of generosity for Jesus. Like when, she, when he's, when they're eating a dinner and she busts open a jar of perfume that would have cost two years salary and, and spends it all on the, it cracks it all open just to anoint him and worship yeah. him. Like just for that one moment. Yeah, that's crazy to think about how much sour that actually be today. Like no one in the today's culture, I feel like even Christian or not, would be willing to do that. Like Yeah, exactly. And just the way like she likes like when like they're like in the house with Jesus too, and like Mary like sets a good example of like servant leadership, you know, where like she's just like talking to Jesus and stuff and like Jesus like like just kinda like how like what we're supposed to do when like like when like Jesus is there, I don't know how I wanna word this, but like she's like just like really soaking up every time she can get with him and instead of like when like martha is like you know like doing the dishes or whatever and gets like mad at her for not like helping out and stuff i think it's a really good reminder for us today just so like how even though we're busy with stuff we always need to make time for jesus you know like reading our bible and stuff no matter what we have like how much homework how much stuff we have to do you know like like there's no excuse like we should always make time for jesus like can spend time with him when we can so that's what kind of like got out of that story too